Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Ask anybody what the word saint means. Common street usage is something like this. While I'm certainly no saint, meaning I'm not perfect. Perhaps your Roman Catholic family and friends would argue that a saint is a person who lived an extraordinarily meritorious life, who also performed a number of miracles during and even after this person's life on earth. Or perhaps the younger gentleman in our congregation would remind us also that a certain professional football team in New Orleans hails this name, though their record certainly doesn't earn it. All these definitions come up lacking. Being that today is the Feast of All Saints, it would seem appropriate to understand this term and all the implications of it. Thankfully, our scripture lessons today show us exactly how we are to consider this term. Our lessons today all point to this one statement Coming out of the great tribulation, the saints in Christ, both in heaven and on earth, are blessed with unspeakable joys. First, the proper definition of saint. Believers are saints because of Christ. That is, all those who believe what scripture says God did for them, that is what we say in the creed, namely, That Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. These are the saints. This is the definition of the fellowship or communion of saints spoken of in the third article of the creed, those who confess these words. The term saint then refers to all those living and dead in heaven and yet on earth who are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, that is, Christ. The great question then, who fits into this category St. John refers to these saints in our first reading today. At first, he describes what they're doing on the last day. After this, I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So the saints worship at the throne of God, proclaiming His salvation On the last day. That's what they do. Now, then, who are they? Then somebody asks John who these people are. Well, here we go. It's our chance to find out who these saints are. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these, clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, 
These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Well, there it is. There's our answer. Who is a saint? The one whose robes are washed white in the blood of the Lamb. St. Paul put it a little differently in Galatians chapter 3. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And in Titus chapter 3, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. Christ himself even defines this for us in Mark 16. Whoever believes and is baptized shall be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. So the answer to the question, who is a saint? You. You are the ones redeemed in Christ and baptized into his death and resurrection. St. John is talking about you. Now, before you go off listening to false teachers who preach a health and wealth gospel, thinking that you have the right to every good thing here on earth, be sure to hear the entirety of what the elder says in Revelation chapter 7. These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. Or as Christ warns us in the Beatitudes... Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Make no mistake, you are a saint. But there are persecutions in this world. Our Lord told us that there would be The prince of this world still prowls around like a roaring lion. Persecution awaits us in the near and distant future. Whether it's the loss of tax-exempt status for churches or the threat of lawsuit or arrest for purely preaching God's word, persecution will come. Whether it's the loss of reputation for claiming to be Christian or the loss of income, property, or even family, persecution will come. These may come in our lifetime. They may come in our children's lifetime or even later. Yet the great tribulation ought not be limited to such large-scale persecutions as these. The great tribulation takes place in our daily lives as we are tempted by Satan, the world, and even our own sinful flesh to be discontent with what God has given us. We are tempted to speak ill of our neighbor or even gain what is rightfully his through devious schemes. We are tempted through pornography either outright or through the pornographic images gobbled up by our desensitized eyes and minds. We are tempted against protecting our neighbor to save our own skin, let alone helping and supporting him. 
We are tempted against loving and honoring the proper authorities, be they the uniformed police or servicemen or women, our elected and appointed officials, or our own father and mother. We neglect the children given to us and don't truly give them someone to honor, love, and cherish. We neglect the hearing of God's word. We curse, swear, and falsely use his name, all while lusting after other gods who might better fit our needs. You know, the ones that let us cheat on taxes. The ones that can really make us feel better right now. Or the ones that show that they care by numbing all the pain of this world. It may not seem like it. With all this sin piling up around you and inside of you. But you are one of God's elect. You are one of God's saints. Because he has poured his water on you and said to you, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He has said to you through his called and ordained servant, I forgive you all your sins. In that same name. Being his saints, you, we are blessed with unspeakable joys. You are blessed with the unspeakable joy of being his beloved child, washed and declared clean in the blood of the Lamb who was slain, you may be sure. You are blessed with the joy of receiving Christ's body and blood on your lips for the forgiveness of your sins, you may be certain. You are blessed with the hearing of his word that though you are a sinner, you are forgiven all your sins. You need not doubt. Jesus describes the already blessed state of his saints in the great tribulation as he describes himself in our gospel reading today. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. And Christ says to you, baptized and redeemed saints, you who live in this great tribulation, rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Amen. And this peace which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in the one true faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.